Welcome back to another episode of Sports Tech Atlanta Seed Talk. I'm your host, Sterling Mack, joined on the other side by Taylor Mack. Uh, today, we'll bring to you three interesting sports tech stories. Uh, before we jump into those, hit a few highlights here, a few notes. Um, the first one, late and breaking, our guy, Freddie Freeman, wins the National League MVP. Shout out to him, his first uh, award or first time winning the MVP award. Uh, the Braves were so good this year, and he was obviously a huge part of that. So uh, always want to shout out anything good that happens to our, our sports teams here. Yep, shout out to Freddie Freeman and his Kerry Washington teeth. Does his best impersonation every ball game in Kerry Washington. That's a fair he's, joke. He has, he has big teeth. They both that's have a big fair teeth. joke. That's, that's fair. I respect both of them, though. Yeah, of course. They're both good at what they do. Um... Let's see, a couple other quick highlights here before we jump into um, companies and things of that nature. Um, so I want to shout out something across the seas here. So the Barca Innovation Hub, uh, they launched their like online congress, which was highlighting sports innovation uh, called Sports Tomorrow. Uh, but but Pau Gasol was a huge part of it, uh, which was pretty cool. And I know this happened a couple of days ago. We were going to record right when this launched, so I still wanted to highlight it. Um, but Gasol was was very uh, active in his his thought process on what sports technology has done. Uh, he talked about the fact that you know players can play until they're thirty five and they're forty. How how technology has really pushed um, <clears throat> pushed forward advances within within athlete recovery, uh, but also that the game needs it. You know, leagues need uh, technology, and, and hopefully, uh, as Barca Innovation continues to progress in that, they'll be on the forefront of that as well. So, uh, shout out to Pal. It's always cool to see athletes kind of jump out there, uh, talk about sports technology, what it's done for their careers, what it's done for others, and, and where they see things going and moving within the space. The last little note here is uh, Drive, which is the virtual capital firm, which was founded by DraftKings, um, just announced they have a new CEO. So Meredith McFerrin will now lead the sports tech focus team, uh, CEO and managing partner. Uh, she previously worked as an investor at Glasswing Ventures and Launchpad Investor Group. Uh, always want to shout out uh, when women uh, are in sports tech and, and doing some amazing things. So shout out to Meredith, shout out to Drive um, for, um, you know, seeing the value within her and putting her in that, into that position. It's always, always amazing to highlight those things there. So um, those are kind of the, the early news here. If you have any news for us, definitely hit us, hit me up at Steamac sports or Tmac 29. And uh, we'll highlight you on the start of the show. So the first story or company we wanted to highlight here um, was ghost gaming. So ghost gaming was just acquired by an Atlanta group. Um, but it was interesting. I'd never heard of Ghost Gaming. So Ghost Gaming is the premier gaming lifestyle brand focused on cultivating the best talent in video gaming. Um, so like I said, they were just, just acquired by a group of Atlanta investors who plan to relocate the company, um, I believe from Irving, obviously into Atlanta. Um, and, and so it's cool because I thought about this. I was like, you know, there's no, I, I'm not a gamer per se. I mean, I've, I, a dabble right but it's cool to think about the idea of like branding right if you are a gamer or something that you can like oh man he's got that he's got the ghost gaming you know apparel on something like that i thought this was super cool something that i just you know 
had kind of like glossed over just because I'm not I'm not super into the the gaming world per se. Uh, but Taylor, what do you think about Ghost Gaming, and what do you think about the uh, the part or the <clears throat> the new acquisition here? Well, I think it's really big, and I I, I think the biggest quote that stands out from uh, uh, Commissioner Pat Wilson of the Georgia Department of Economic Development, where he said this this, this move by Ghost Gaming is just another example of how our state, quote unquote, Georgia's investment um, in developing world-class talent in, in the esports ecosystem right here in Georgia is paying off. So you're seeing Atlanta become that boom, become the hub for esports and definitely here for the East Coast. And so with bringing Ghost Gaming and Ghost Gaming has Fortnite attached to it, Rocket League, uh, Brawlhalla and Smite, uh, just to name a few under under its belt and has a plethora of players under the uh, um, are already playing. Obviously, Rocket League is huge. And so with that coming into Atlanta and, and what you've already seen when you're in Atlanta and how many tournaments that just come through. I mean, you stop by the Cobb Galleria Center, Cobb Galleria right now. On, on, you can come on a random day. And next thing you know, it's like, why, why is there an esports tournament happening here? You're like, what what is going on here? And it's, it's the Marriott that's right there, right? That's in the Galleria. If I'm correct. And you're like, what, what is going on in here? And so it's continuing to grow. Uh, I believe the figure that they're expecting that you have for an audience per month by 2022, they're expecting 276 million people. So this is a major investment. And um, obviously, they'll reap the benefits from it from a monetary perspective. But if you're trying to get into it and you're on the East Coast, hey, Hartsville Jackson is very easy to get into. Southwest Atlanta does all these deals. Delta does all these deals. Pop in, pop out, get your name going. But it is the hub of the East Coast, just like our, just like the airport. This will, it'll now be the busiest um, intersection for esports. Yeah, to your point. I mean, the the Atlanta Esports Alliance talked about it. I mean, now with Ghost Gaming coming in, that that really gives Atlanta four major esports um, you know team franchises um, with Atlanta Rain, uh, Atlanta Fazy, and and Hawks Talon. So um, to your point, I mean, just just another just a great acquisition. I think something again from a branding perspective when you think about esports, um, you know, really cool, especially with what Ghost Gaming does as far as like their partnerships and things that they've done. Uh, to your point, calling out like Fortnite things like that. So uh, I, I, really cool. So wanted to shout that out. Um, <clears throat> Like Taylor said, as, as Atlanta continues to grow, not just within sports technology, but, but what they're trying to do, uh, obviously esports is a part of sports technology, but specifically within esports, it's really, really cool here. So, um, you know, shout out to them and, and looking forward to seeing what they do as they, as you said, kind of get to get into the the culture and what is Atlanta and the, uh, the location of it. The second story we have here is um, – SIP Global Partners uh, just invested in Tilt 5. This is probably, I'll say, the, I think the coolest one of the day, I'll be honest with you. I don't know. Next story is kind of cool too. But um, so Tilt 5 creates AR experiences that will, I'll say, magically bring your life to, uh, your, your, your games to life, essentially. Uh, so it's a new way for players to interact with the game. So if you watch the YouTube video, um, you know, you essentially kind of put on the, the AR goggles. Next thing you know, you're playing a board game and it's interactive. You're able to also like interact with someone that's not in the room. Um, so just a new spin on what is game night. And I think especially, you know, we we are now dealing with like a, a, a different wave of this first strand of Corona and like, how do we find ways to entertain ourselves? Things like that. What an amazing, you know, 
really technology here that Tilt 5 has to be able to do that, right, to, to enhance your game night. Taylor, what do you think about this one? Yeah, you get a 110-degree field of view when you put these glasses on, and the glasses weigh 95 grams, so it's about the third the side, the third the, the weight that you see for, you know, like the Oculus goggles or something like that, so it's a lot more comfortable, yeah. and so comfortability goes a long way. You know, as, it's not the same, really, but as you wear, you know, mask or the new normal and, you know, behind the ears gets pulled on when you're wearing for a long time, finding that comfortable mask is very big. So you can just forget that you have it on and just enjoy and go about your day when you have it, when you're using it. So that I think is a really big thing for the fact that you take that weight down and you have that comfortability. But yeah, you get a six degree, uh, six degrees of freedom wand control. And so that wand is where you're going to be able to interact and play like tabletop, desktop games. And so my envision is and in, in what in what their um, current structure that you have is, you know, you throw the glasses on, you get you're in the AR world and you can manipulate and touch anything in the field of view that you see in front of you. But when it comes to games, you're, you're usually doing that from the desktop perspective. And then that comes to life on what, uh, you know, whatever surface that you're looking at, you can play from there, uh, whether if that's a puzzle, battle game, something like that. So, uh, I, I, like I say, it's everything's getting closer to Ready Player One, but this one kind of reminded me more of the Google Glass that originally came out, yeah. but more interactive. And so, you know, it'd be super, super dope. Like you're sitting at the airport, you throw the glasses on, you bring your wind out, and next thing you know, you're playing somebody halfway across the world for two seconds, like in a chess match or something while you're waiting, and then you're out. And so it's a lot more interactive, a lot more hands-free, and um, with, the, with it being lightweight and more portable, it's just... Uh, getting better and better for the consumer. Yeah. And I think it's cool too, because you kind of hit on it there, right? You've got your own like virtual world, um, which I think is cool. Just something to kind of escape to something to enhance what you're doing from, you know, the, the everyday kind of run of the mill, like board game, you know what I mean? Um, you know, there's no like split screen with it. You're not like having to like hide card decks or things like that. Um, and then to your point, you're still able to like, you know, still talk and like physically kind of be around somebody if you wanted to with them using these glasses. So right. really cool. I should have said also at the beginning here. So SFP Global Partners um, was part of their Series A funding right here. So they actually just uh, secured $7.5 million. Um, SIP being uh, at the lead here of that funding round. Uh, a few other people that were participants in it uh, were BigCraft Ventures, Galaxy Interactive, um and logitech so super cool for them i mean like i said uh you know it's one of those i love things like this i love when you're able to kind of like see see that jetsons technology in a way kind of come come to uh come to fruition you know what i mean or um you've even kind of talked about the whole you know iron man kind of idea with the glasses uh that's what this reminded me of as i kind of watched their youtube video and kind of dug into who and what they are so uh, I yeah. believe as far as games go right now, so they've got RPG adventures, puzzle, esports, or, or some arcade strategy games, classic tabletop, and a few action and party games. So um, we'll see what kind of happens as they get this investment, start to you know add more developers, and see where this kind of goes. Our third story here is another interactive, um, really, really, really platform here. So. Battle of Motion is announcing a launch of a new type of sports game uh, with groundbreaking body tracking technology. So it's called Jump Ball, which allows you to be on a trampoline, but then be interactive, be like in this interactive world. So think about you playing Mario Kart on a trampoline with, with AR, essentially. 
which is what they've kind of brought to life here. So mm. um, the body tracking technology is able to like read and react to you. So as you're jumping on the trampoline, it's like you're jumping, you know, think about angry birds if you're like doing one of those levels. Right. Um, and it always kind of like is adjusting to you, which is like super cool too. Um, but so like calculates which direction the player is going to hit and which way, you know, the game should be going. Uh, so super, super cool technology here, uh, as well as something to one kind of get you active and things like that as you're playing a game. So uh, Taylor, what'd you think about this one? I, I got a lot of problems with this one, Sterling. Got a lot of problems. Uh, I was waiting, I was waiting for the dissenting when you, you were, you were big time on both, on both stories so far. I, I got a lot of problems with this one. First off, you're assuming that every do you know how hard it is and how tired you get jumping up on a trampoline in just 30 seconds? I do. It is hard. It that's a great point. It is hard. There's I believe you can have a net that's built around it, but there's like padding. We've all been on trampolines. We've all fallen off trampolines at a horrible rate. And I'm not just coming from the safety perspective. I'm really just coming at like how long can I really jump up and down? So people Obviously, you don't have a good picture of it unless you pull up to YouTube on this. So this is I'm going to give you a picture of what's what, what goes down. You have a projection screen that's going up against the wall. That tracking system will track you. It has its own built in al- algorithm, which I think the algorithm is super dope because it, like Sterling says, it'll pre- how hard you jump off the trampoline. It'll calculate that into the uh, into the game and then accurately depict where you are in the game, whether if you're you're, you know, kicking or pushing uh uh, an animated character off the screen for points or whatever, but it's a really cool algorithm that they have. And I think that that is unbelievable behind there for the technology, but just from the nuts and bolts of it, you're jumping up and down a trampoline in front of a projector and you're trying to get points in some type of way. So I think the best game to describe you is imagine you're jumping up on a trampoline and you're automatically propelled forward in super Mario. And by jumping on the trampoline that allows you to jump onto the blocks and, and knock the blocks off or, or jump up and knock a mushroom off and get the mushroom and continue to go down, you know, the path and, and uh, of the level. So that's basically the concept, but we, how long does it take to play super Mario? You Ooh, die. God. You go Ow. backwards. I can't jump up and down this long. I literally could only jump up and down on a trampoline for a good minute and a half if I'm playing like basketball or something on trampoline. And then I'm done. I got to grab a Gatorade. I got to grab water. I might have to grab a Band-Aid. I don't know what I'm grabbing, but all I know is I'm taking a break for at least 10 minutes. And so that's my biggest problem. There's there's really no net. And then for trampoline, what am I putting this in my house? Am I putting this outside? What like what what? is the structure for this. So is this going to be more of a bar game? Are we trying to make this a household thing? Cause what I was expecting before I started watching, I was like, Oh, this is going to be one of those, you know, Sherman clump fitness, uh, trampolines, you know, just the little circle trampolines that you see that from the 1990s jazzercise commercials, you know, the women are jumping up and down. Yes. I'm saying women, cause there was just women in those night in those 1990s jazzercise commercials. You just jumping up and down on trampoline. I thought it was gonna be one of those personal trampolines. It's not one of those personal trampolines. This is a square rectangle, sorry, rectangle trampoline takes up at least eight feet. I don't know what they want to do with that. Don't know what they want you to do with that. So I'm very confused and I'm worried about health. I'm worried about energy, but I do respect the fact that they're trying to make people not be overweight. I'm all about the health and fitness game. So I think the structure that they need to go with, this is my opinion. If you're listening to this, I'm not knocking you because I think it's I think it's an idea that is nice, but needs some tweaking. You need to partner up with Nintendo immediately and get within their gaming structure because those games fit perfectly for whatever you got going on. And then along with Nintendo, make that trampoline a little bit smaller. And then add a different configuration with like 
those switch hands so you can use your hands as well and it's not just tracking your full body. That's my only thing. Now I'm done. If you're new to Sports Tech Atlanta and our Talk podcast, um, you're you're welcome to one of uh, Taylor's rants there. But uh, a lot of things to take in what you said. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I think, one, I think what they've tried to do, I mean, right, so they had a game previous to jump ball, mm-hmm. um, which I believe was their, like, climbing game, uh, Hulu Balloon. So that was essentially, like, your own, like, a climbing rock. So I think it's, like, you have to have, you know, you have to have placing places and space for what their their augmented reality platforms, right? And they're t- right. To, to your point, their algorithm, their technologies. Um, so I think you know, in that regard, I don't know if this is for. I mean, to your point, I don't know if this is for like a backyard. I more so think this is an interactive way. Uh, you know, we've seen it with some other um, some other platforms, right? Where this is more for if you have, again, the space to be able to do something like this, and then you can mm-hmm. be interactive with it as you're in that space. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, the other like, part, are, good. My bad, I was just going to say, are they going to be, like with being in the interactive space, are they going to, are you, you, you can't have the best of both worlds because they're interactive technology with physical activities. Not everybody wants to always be physical when you're trying to be interactive. And then if you are physical, that's a great lane to be in, especially these games are some of the best games that I've seen when it comes to the interactive space, especially their wall climbing that tracks you and you, you know, you basically playing pong on a, on a, on a rock climbing wall. So from the physical perspective, I think they have a very, very strong product. Um, and just being from an interactive, I don't know. Cause you got a lot of people that just want to play in a little bit lazy, but it has a cool concept, but from the physical aspect, very good for working out. Cause I would do this for workouts and it'd be a lot of fun. And I wouldn't feel like I'm working out. And the next thing I know, I'm drenched in sweat. Yeah, true. And you never know. I mean, as things go back to normal, to your point, they could have, you know, a huge, you know, fitness arena with this, right? Uh, kind of to your point, you talked about like the the trampoline basketball, very similar to that, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's it's one of those where, to your point, does the game level, the t- does the timing of the game level uh, match up to the timing that you can stay on a trampoline? And if it mm. does, then it's perfect, right? I think you just have to adjust how long a, a a like it takes a long time to get through a level on a video game. So you'd have to adjust that timing to how long you could be on a, on a trampoline. But I I agree. Yeah, great points there. So, but again, shout out Jump Ball, um, shout out Valo Motion for for introducing it and, and bringing this to the market. We've got I think we have three got three funding stories here. Um, First one is Whoop, which Whoop has just done some amazing things. So if you're not familiar, Whoop is the fitness tracker that can monitor vital, like vitals, like movement, sleep, and workouts. It's been the fitness tracker of choice for a number of pro athletes. I believe Pat, this is the one that Pat Mahomes uh, is all about. Um, so they just closed a $100 million Series E financing round, valuing the company at $1.2 billion. Uh, yeah, like I said, Pat Mahomes, Rory, uh, Rory McIlroy, two um, athletes that are also investors within the company. Uh, obviously, Boop has seen a huge surge during this time, uh, just with Corona and everybody looking for new and effective ways to measure uh, things like sleep and their movement. Yep. If you want to go back and listen to our, our story on Whoop, four episodes ago, if you want to get more details about Whoop. Fun fact, it's going to catch a lot of people cheating. Thank you for that. Thank you. Uh, the next one here, we got uh, Shot Call, 
uh, founded by three gentlemen, Thomas Gentle, Gordon Lee, and Riley Otten. Uh, it aims to increase engagement for streamers by giving their fans what they really want, which is a chance to play alongside their favorite content creator. Uh, they just announced a $2.2 million seed round led by Initial Capital, New Stack, and Lear Hippo. And the last one here is Press Sports, a sports social media app, I believe they're only on iOS, that is transforming the way fans, athletes, coaches, and teams build their brands and engage with sports highlights. Today announced the closing of a 750000 pre-seed funding round. So that rounds out all the stories we have for you today. We appreciate it. Um, definitely check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Sports Tech Atlanta. You'll see videos, highlights on the podcast. You can find me at Steve Mac Sports on Insta- on Twitter, Steve Mac on Instagram, Taylor uh, Mac 29 on Twitter. I think the same thing on Instagram. My bad there. Um, but we appreciate you listening. Uh, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And we hope to see you on the next episode of Sports Take Atlanta Sea Talk. <laughs>